Hey everyone, I'm Nick Boguez, self-made small business success story. I went from working five jobs and over 90 hours a week to building a multi-million dollar internationally known pizza enterprise. I never stop, I won't fail. There's power in the pen and today there's power in the mic. Welcome to the Business Equation Podcast. Together today we will solve the equation for how to make your company more visible without a lot of money. First off, let me clarify, these are strategies to use at the very beginning phases of opening your business. Once you're established, spend money. So let's talk about the first steps, the obvious ones. Social media. You absolutely should start pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to do video, you can also subscribe to YouTube, start a channel there. You want to be anywhere that you can get eyeballs onto you. And you want to be out there. All those platforms are free to get started. Sure, there's advanced strategies to pay, pay to play, and stuff like that, and the the marketing behind it. We'll get to that a little bit later. But in the meantime, if you have a business and you're not on social media, get with it. It's 2020. You need to be on there, and you need to focus on good content. Lots of good pictures. Get comfortable with video. Show your product, show yourself, show the story. This day and age, people want to see the story behind the story. How great would it be that if you're starting up your business from the beginning, that if you document it and show it, people want to see the struggles. They want to see how you're starting it. They want to see you in a position where you're just starting out. It's good. It's great for your business. Show that. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get. Don't worry about how you come across on video. They'll be able to see the sincerity of it. So how do you do that? Maybe you've never done social media before. You don't even have your own personal Facebook page. Well, I bet you know somebody that does. You know, daughter, son, a nephew, niece. Maybe it's somebody that works for you. Just sit down and have them help you set it up. You don't need to know exactly what you're doing. Anybody can walk you through it. And it's easy. Once that's started, you can at least have a place to send people to. Send them to your Facebook. Send them over to your Instagram. Even if in the very beginning you don't have a web page. I do suggest that at some point, when you earn enough money that you can start to invest it into your marketing, that you absolutely get a website. Even if it's a business where you feel like, well, why would I even really need a website? It comes across as professional. And perception is reality. You want to be seen as a real business. You don't want to be seen as fly-by-night, so you need a web page at some point. But, like I said, I want to teach you some things that you can do very cheap and almost for free at the very beginning. So that's why social media is a must. The next part I would talk about is the community marketing. You want to get out in the community. You want to get out there and introduce yourself. Chamber of Commerce, local neighbors that you're around firehouses, police stations, schools. Just go out and say hello. Think of ways that they can use your product, and when you go to visit them, give them examples of how you would use your product and give them some free ones if possible. You want to get out there and touch the community. All that it really costs you is your time. Also, networking groups. It's very cheap and cost-effective to join these groups where you're networking with other people. They're there for the same reasons as you. They want to sell more of their product, they want to sell more of their services, and they want to meet other business owners. So get in that spot and meet the bankers, meet the lawyers, meet the roofers, 
Meet them all because that's what you want to do. You want to put your face out there and get people to know you. So really what I'm saying is there's some steps here that you have to take when you first start a business. You can't just start a business and expect everybody to come to you. It doesn't work that way. You have to go out there and create excitement. You have to go out there and let people know who you are. Another way that you can get started in the community is by donating. Whatever it may be, it's a good idea to start donating wherever you can with your product or your service. You may think, well, there's no way that my product can be donated. That may be true, but you may have something else that you can donate. It might be as simple as your time. There may be a community outreach program. Maybe they're cleaning litter out of streams. That'd be a good time to wear your company shirt and go out and give your morning, your 8 to 12 on a Saturday, helping to pick litter out, and then you're going to meet a lot of people in the community. Whatever it may be that you're out there in the community, that's what you want to do. You want to show people that you're part of the community. Once you're part of the community, like I talk about a lot, and they know that you genuinely care, then they will start to support you. And you'll, you'll see it. There's many things you can do in the very beginning without money. But you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and the work. Another part of it would be to trade your product. Don't underestimate when you trade your service or trade your product that that person who gets it, when they start to brag about it to their neighbor or maybe their coworkers, they're probably not going to tell everybody that they traded you for it, traded their services or business for it. They're just going to say, hey, I found this new guy who could come and clean my gutters, and he was fantastic. They're not going to say that they traded the gutter guy for whatever their product was. You want to make sure that if you're doing anything for your business, whatever it may be that you're paying for, that maybe you try and make the phone call to somebody local in your community and see if you can swap services or swap products. And then you actually created your first customers. Even though it was traded, it becomes somebody that's going to be word of mouth for you and start to tell your story. And that leads us to the next part. Anytime you could tell your story, tell your story. doesn't matter where you are. Everybody has a story, why you started, how you started, how hard it was for you to start, how long you've really wanted to do this. Other things that you may have done that didn't work out. Don't be afraid to own your failures. Talk about them. Let people know. Anywhere you go, you are now marketing your business. Think of it when you get dressed in the morning. Maybe you don't wear anything that has your logo on it. Well, you should. You should definitely be wearing your logo. Maybe it's some, something simple as a hat. You want people to ask you questions. Hey, what is this? Or You work there? Oh, yes, I'm the owner. And you tell your story. It costs no money to be able to tell your story. And it's unique. And then they retell your story. And you may end up gaining customers just out of your story. It's important to be honest and tell the story, craft it to where it's a, a well-put-together story that you have your pitch. It's not necessarily that you're selling with that pitch. You're more telling your story. You're making it compelling. You're adding the human factor so people can relate to it. And you want to tell that story over and over, like I said, any chance that you get. Another great way is to cross-promote. A lot of these places that you trade with probably a great place to cross promote another great thing to do is find other local new businesses and cross promote with them because more than likely they're trying to do the same thing as you get new customers or get any customers so that's a great place to cross promote with is new businesses 
So check out who opened up right around the same time as you. There's a lot of great friends I've made along the way that open up the same time as us at different locations. And we kind of have went on this journey together, and we definitely cross-promote. That's very, very valuable. You want to make sure that you're cross-promoting as much as possible. Whether it's just your flyers there or maybe your, your service or whatever it is that, you know, if you can get lucky to be able to put something in their in their place of business that kind of shows off your product, anything like that. But you want to make sure that you're actively seeking out businesses that you can cross-promote with. Now, how many are too many? Two, three? No, there is no limit. You want to be everywhere. You This whole point of being able to be visible without a lot of money is that you want to be everywhere, absolutely everywhere. You could take this cross-promoting, and as long as you can manage it, because, look, you want to be honest when you're going in somewhere and saying, hey, I'll cross-promote you. The last thing you want to do is get their flyers and stick them underneath your desk, and then one day they come come in to see your business and nobody can find their flyers. Meanwhile, they've been handing out yours for a long time. It's a great way to ruin a relationship. So it may be as simple as setting up a table in your place of business, and on that table are all these different flyers from all the places you're cross-promoting. But you want to make sure that you're out there doing it as much as possible. And that's the same circling back with the social media. Once you have the social media pages made, you want to be on there every day. You want to be updating it constantly. You don't want to just start these social media pages then never touch them. You want to get on there and start promoting it. Another great thing in the very beginning that costs very little money that most people probably don't know how to do is the right press releases. You're new. That's a great place to tell your story. The press actually are always looking for stories. Do you need a big PR company in the beginning? No, you don't. You just need to know how to write a press release. And maybe you have no idea how to write a press release. Well, like I always say, it's 2020. Get onto YouTube and figure out how to write a press release. And if that doesn't work, start asking. There might be somebody that you know that absolutely knows how to write a press release. But my bet is you could teach yourself very easily how to write a press release. And then send it out everywhere. Get on there, do the legwork, figure out you know what media companies, what newspapers, make a list, make a wish list of where to send it, and then figure out the emails and send it everywhere. And you'll be surprised. When you start to get these articles back, that's a great thing to put on social media. You can really pump that up. And when I go back to when we first started in business, when we got our first article in the paper that's when our business, we could definitely see an uptick in sales. It was a big deal that we got an article in the newspaper. So you want to make sure that you're really trying to get out there and do the press releases on your new business right away. Tell your story. Another great way in the very beginning when you have very little money is your family and friends. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you be happy. They probably have heard from you many, many times talk about this dream that you're finally doing. And they're deep down very proud of you. Talk to them. Maybe offer them some sort of family and friend discount. Ask them to start driving people into you. If you're in a in a if you're in a business where a bird dog makes sense, definitely offer the bird dog to your family and friends first. Have them go out and see if they can't be your biggest sales promoters. It sounds like, boy, I'm just using my family and friends like that'll never work. You'd be really surprised. Like I said, deep down they're super proud of you. They want you to win. So they're gonna be out there talking about you probably nonstop. So if they're out there talking about you, give them the message that you want them to speak about. They probably know your story better than anybody. Make sure they're out there saying the right things. 
and they can definitely drive customers to you. When we get to old old practices that may seem like, boy, this was something that people would do way back when and they really don't do now, maybe such like hand flyers, don't underestimate how, how you can build your business from hand flyers. Color, color paper and a simple message. Maybe it's a grand opening offer or maybe it's some sort of special. And like I said, when you're out there cross-promoting, that's where you want to take your hand flyers. Maybe it's somewhere passing them out. Maybe it's on in front of your shop that you're passing them out to people crossing by. Maybe it's as simple as figuring out what type of customers are going to be your customers and then going there and handing hand flyers out. You know, if you're in the lawn business or the roofing business or any contracting, you know, drive through those big neighborhoods, park the car, get out, and go put the flyers on the doors. You'd be surprised when your phone starts to ring from those hand flyers. You'll be shocked. You would have thought that in this day and age, that never could work. It's out of sight, out of mind. When people see things like that and they're like, oh, yeah, I should have been getting my roof fixed probably two years ago. I'm going to give this guy a call. He put it on my door today. That's the whole thought behind this is you can build a business with very little money. The perception that everybody always has because it's been drilled into your head probably since you're a child is that people who have businesses have money. Well, I think we all know that that's not true. I know I started my business on very, very, very limited funds, if any. So I think that's the that's the thought. You have to do all this stuff that's grassroots and just trying to drum up business and being out there and being seen. And because you always hear that anybody who started a business had all kind of money, you start to believe that. And you have to realize that really the way that people do it is they get creative. You know, these ideas that I've set forth before you, you can use them. And when you find something that really works, beat that horse to death. Just over and over, use whatever it was that worked. If you're getting a ton of new customers from something like Facebook or you're getting a ton of new customers from being out there and being in the community, then just do it over and over again. You want to you want to keep going with whatever's working. When you're new, a ton of people are going to come in and try and sell you something. So this might be the opposite of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how do you do stuff on a very low budget. And when they start to sell you stuff, new ads and you know, new flyers and all this stuff, you have to be very wary of the salesman in the beginning because what happens is because you're new, somewhere you're on a list and they show up at your business nonstop wanting to sell you stuff. Be very, very selective. And eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have a day that's very slow, not too many customers come in, and here comes salesman A, B, or C. doesn't matter what it is. And he gives you the greatest sales pitch about how his marketing pro program is going to work. doesn't matter if he's talking about SEO or digital marketing or could be the yellow page guy and now they do digital marketing or whatever it is. Somebody's going to come in and pitch you something that's just going to sound fantastic and you're like, yeah, I got to do it because, man, we've been so slow for this day and for a week and I have to go ahead and just whatever it is, you buy it. That's a big mistake. You know, you're spending money on something that you really weren't even looking for. You have no idea if anybody has ever tested it that you know and it, that it works. And you have to realize that a lot of times when guys are selling a lot of these seems like fly-by-night type things that you buy it today and they've got a new job in three months. So you're not even working with the same person. So you want to be very wary of what you're buying 
to market with in the beginning. You want to make sure that whatever you're buying, that you've tested it. My honest opinion is in the very beginning when you're starting out and it's the first time that you're like, wow, I'm starting to build up a lot of customers because I've been out there doing all this stuff that was just a lot of it was my time and building visibility by being out there and talking to people and telling my story. I actually have some money to spend. Or maybe you had a little bit of capital in the beginning for marketing and you wonder what you need to do with it. A lot of people think about grand openings. Grand openings are good, but it's kind of like a one and done. So to spend a lot of money on a grand opening, I'm not a huge fan of spending a lot of money on the grand opening. What I'm a huge fan as soon as you start to get some money is number one, like I said, you want the website so you look professional. But after you get past that little hurdle, the next thing you want to do is you want to spend money on Facebook marketing. That's where I think it's at. Because all the other stuff, you have to you have to realize that you need to build a base of customers first. So you can try, you know, all the other things that people are going to try and sell you, whether it's direct mail or whether it's billboards or TV or whatever it is. But you have to remember, you're building your business from the ground up. So you've got the dirt floor, then you've got the the block, the foundation, then you can put the the studs in, then the walls in. It all takes time. It's the same way as building a house, and you have to realize that. So you don't want to do it all at once. I think the first step is you know, you get the website. Then you look professional. That's the dirt floor. Then you start with the Facebook marketing. Maybe it's not a ton of money each week. Maybe it's just $5 a day, but you're getting people to see your messages, and you want to make sure that your messages are clear, that the content's good. You want to do content with good pictures. You want to be have a very clear message of what's coming across. One of the things I did in the beginning that was one of the best that you can do, especially for Facebook, trying to figure out what your messages should say, find a competitor in a different market. So we're here in Pittsburgh. So I would look in Cleveland or Philadelphia and try and find somebody that's doing something similar to me. And I was like, okay, this guy is really crushing that market. And I look at his Facebook and I'm like, wow, like some of this stuff he's putting out, I never thought of putting out ads out like that. And mirror those. Do the same thing in this market. Nobody's going to be able to call you out and say, hey, you're trying to do the same thing as this guy because they're in a totally different market. They're not paying attention to that. But that's how you build your, your message on Facebook. Know what you want to say, but don't be afraid and look and say, wow, this guy ran a great contest in this market and we need to do a contest just like this. Or, wow, they did a picture with slow-mode video, and it worked out really good. They've got 4,000 likes. Like That's the kind of stuff that you want to copy and you want to be able to put out there. The other kind of content you can create is content that's relevant now. You know, Maybe Valentine's Day is coming up, so you want to go ahead and put an ad around Valentine's Day on Facebook. Maybe something's happening going viral. Maybe it's something like Baby Yoda. How can you put Baby Yoda into your marketing? Are there memes out there that are really popular right now? Can you use those memes in your marketing? You want to think and be creative. That's the way that it works. You'll create that, create your social media, put some money around it, and watch how you build new customers. I really believe if you had to ask me to start a new business and do no marketing, you can only pick one thing to do, it would be Facebook marketing. And that's it. And I would beat that horse to death. That's exactly what we did in the beginning. Before it was popular to do Facebook paid advertising, we're talking about 2013, I figured out how to do it, and I watched my store go from 
being very slow on, on the weekends and slow during the week to we were building more rooms, buying more stores, hiring more people. And really the only thing I was doing in the very beginning was the Facebook marketing. And then eventually, you know, we did other things. We started to do direct mail. We started to do bigger things like TV and radio and, and billboards. But like I'm saying, that was after we built the ground floor and built the, the foundation. And when you're doing things like billboard, when you're doing things like billboards and TV and radio, I really believe that's the point where you're putting the roof on the, on the house. You know, you're at the end. And that's what you want to make sure that when you're adding those big things, you've already done all the little things in your marketing. Another great thing when you do start to spend money, shop prices. Don't believe what you hear. You know, if you would shop prices for just about anything else, don't be afraid to shop prices on, on advertising. You know, and pit those guys against each other. Go back and listen to the podcast I talked about negotiating. That's one of my favorite things is to put two companies together and let them duke it out. That's how you get the best deal. And take a take a good while to have that happen. Don't be fast. Take your time. You know, maybe it's a few meetings or maybe it's even more than a few meetings. But really, you know, work on it. Another part that I talked about in one of the podcasts was how to get a good deal on marketing. Don't be afraid to tell somebody, hey, this is the bottom dollar I have to be in your magazine. And they may say, well, this is a $2,000 ad. And you say, well, I've got 400 bucks. And they're like, okay, you know, we're done here. But tell them, well, when it's your last day of deadline, an hour before, and you're ready to sell for 400 bucks, call me. You'd be surprised how many times that works. It works way more often than not. And even after there have been some places that I don't advertise anymore, I still get those phone calls. They, they still call. Even though I bought those $400 ads and I ended up really not liking the magazines, I still get those calls like, hey, we've got the front cover. It's normally $2,500. We'll do it for you for 600 bucks. Like I still get those phone calls to this day. Sometimes I take them, sometimes I don't. But you have to have to beat that into your salesman that, hey, this is my bottom price I'll take it for. And I'll take it right before the deadline. Just call me, I'll have the artwork to you, and we'll go ahead and make a deal. You'd be surprised how many times you get that deal. So those are a lot of different tactics to be able to use. And I think when you put them all together, you're, you're going to end up with a great toolbox to go out and be able to market your business. But remember, you have to put the time in. So the solution to today's equation is get out there, tell your story, be visible, get on all social media platforms, find a way to cross promote your product with other new businesses. Don't be afraid to use family and friends to promote your business. Don't underestimate ham fires. And when you do have some money starting to come in, spend it. This has been the Business Equation Podcast. I'm Nick Bogaz. Give thanks, be humble, be grateful.